0: This one oh, drops. Forget it. It's ecstasy. Astonishing. This is not just a dream, it's a wet dream of the proportions. And this one deludes
1: everybody. It seduces everybody in the- All right, everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of the Park the Bus podcast where Albie and I will just be chopping it up, all things soccer. What's going on, Albie?
0: What's up? I'm ready to chop it up.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's start in uh, the Premier League. Uh, where do you want to start? What's, what's the table looking like?
0: Honestly, I'm interested in Liverpool the most. I'm not a Liverpool fan, but these past four performances, I just don't know what to think of them. I mean, we talked earlier in the season and you, you predicted this. You said that their defense was it was uh unpredictable. And that's that's just proving to be a great prediction.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't rate their defense. Uh, for some reason Klopp seems to be obsessed with starting Lavrin. And I, I rate I rate Matip or Matip, Joel Matip, but when his partner is uh Lavrin or Clavin
0: those guys those guys do not belong at Liverpool (laughs) he brought in Clavin for 5 million pounds and I mean he's playing like a 5 million pound player would perform they tried getting uh, Van Dyke and that didn't work out maybe they'll get them in January but
1: yeah they've been been linked with Van Dyke it seems like for the past couple years, but I I don't know why they haven't been able to get that done. They, uh, anything, that, I mean, think about it. They have Wavron, Clavin, Matib, who I, I rate, but uh, they have Milner and uh, Moreno, Alberto Moreno at left back. Uh, so you have like just a super old dude. It is and a then...
0: sketchy defense. Milner. <laughs> Mur- Seems to make it work, but Moreno. Is. Yeah, Milner
1: makes it work, but Moreno just runs around like with a chicken with his head cut <laughs> off. He's. <laughs> I, I think I saw her this year. Klopp said he uh said that the the maturing of Moreno is, you can't not see it, but that guy is trash. They're, the goal they Do can you think see Klopp tonight.
0: is. Go ahead. Do you think Klopp is feeling pressure? because of his defense or do you think that everyone realizes that it's just these individual players who well I
1: mean he's had time to get his like get get players that he wants in there he gets right. kind of a pass just because he's so lovable like he's so like he's just a, yeah, a funny I know character but, uh, I don't
0: know how fans could not like him to be a manager
1: yeah no he's like he he's a great character but when you consider, uh, he's been there for a couple years now, and he hasn't done anything to shore up that defense other than Matip. So uh, I wonder if splashing 40 mil on your, your guy, Oxlade-Chamberlain, what do you think about that? Is that going gonna... it, to...
0: It's sad. I <laughs> The way that he's performed, I, I just feel bad for Liverpool. You know, I hope maybe Oxlade can prove himself, but 40 million was a mistake by them. Klopp, I think, is furious with them already, and he's only played, he's only started one game, I think. <laughs> Did you see the highlights,
1: his, uh, his highlights from that game?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were brutal. They were brutal. I saw some uh, montage of it, and the guy was... Uh, Commenting on it and just calling him shit. Yeah, I just saw absolute. that same video.
1: That was hilarious. He might. Uh, he might. You know, this might be positive for your Gunners. If he might be the curse, because Arsenal got shat on four nil, and then they they sell Ox to Liverpool, and then Liverpool gets shat on. What was it five nil by City? Yeah, five nil. Yeah. So this guy's walking. Cancer. They haven't.
0: They haven't won a game. They. They drew with Burnley, they drew with Sevilla, they lost to Leicester. It's it's not looking good for them.
1: To be fair, they're they uh champ or their Champions League game against Sevilla. <laughs> the 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 goal Lovren. I mean, he, the, it was a simple cross on the ground and he just missed the ball. And just, I, it was a tap- I remember in.
0: seeing that. It's
1: it was just poor. It was just poor. Yeah. And they missed the penalty in that game, too. They probably should have won. Then they lost to Leicester. You know,
0: it's a post, right?
1: Yeah. So, Liverpool, um, earlier in the season, I, I predicted, uh, I think I predicted them outside of the top four. And I, I think I'm going to, like, the way things have gone, now the transfer window's up, I'm going to stick with that prediction just because they're... Their, their defense is just too sus. They're, they're attacking Trio Sala. He's been great. Great signing. Uh, Firmino Coutinho's off of his Barcelona ting now, so he's he'll be back. I, I see him top six for sure. I don't see him cracking through the top four with how good the rest of the league's looking.
0: Yeah, it's a disappointment with how, how solid their uh, play getting forward is.
1: We'll see if they can uh, bring in Van Dyke in the winter. So let's go down to uh, all the way to the middle of the table, 12th place Arsenal. What a shit show.
0: I, I got to disagree. <laughs> you know I do. Ugh. Their performance against Liverpool was not – it did not represent Arsenal this year. This season is not defined by that game with Liverpool. I mean – if you watched the game against Chelsea, we we played great first half. We got forward, made chances. Second half wasn't as strong offensively, but the whole game we were uh, defending really well, holding up play, just keeping the ball moving. It looked good.
1: Yeah, I'll say – I'll say uh... – it's not as big of a shit show as it seemed like at the beginning of the year. I saw a lot of Arsenal fans really panicking on on Twitter. <laughs> but the uh, the Stoke, the loss to Stoke... Well, it started out the the opening against Leicester City. Yeah, the, the, the defending in that game was just awful. Then you, you lose to Stoke away, which... Stoke away is a tough match. Man, Man United drew 1-1, and Stoke actually has a pretty... Pretty decent squad with Hesse. He's he's good. That was a really good bit of business for them to get him. I think he's on loan. But Choupo-Moting, Shakiri he just had a great goal against uh, Newcastle. But yeah, Stoke away is a tough match. I mean, you should be winning that, but uh, that's just a tough loss. And you get spanked by Liverpool. That's, I mean, I think you guys just gave up on that game. It was it was embarrassing the way the players <laughs> was... played. But you guys came back with a win against Bournemouth and then the whole Cologne fiasco. Uh, you played in a away game at the Emirates. That was fun to see, but you you managed the win. So your Euro- Europa League uh, hopes are still contenders.
0: intact. I think we're strong contenders.
1: I mean, you better hope to be because I don't know. Right. I don't see you guys coming top four this year. Uh, and then Chelsea, I mean, I feel like you have to be happy with a uh, a draw, like getting a point there. I mean, you guys could have won, but you it, you would have taken a point going into that game. Exactly. Uh. So yeah, I I think Arsenal. I see him finishing.
0: I'm gonna say sixth this year. I would hope that we remain the same as last year and pull out fifth, but I don't know because. Yeah, it's gonna. To be...
1: Tottenham, Liverpool, and Arsenal. I mean, you guys, that could be four, five, six. In fact, that's what I think the order is gonna be. For you think three, Liverpool is four, five, fifth? six? Liverpool fifth, Arsenal sixth, Tottenham, Tottenham fourth. Yeah. While we're talking about Tottenham, the reason I think, I mean, they they uh, brought in some defensive signings, which they sold Kyle Walker for fifty mil. They didn't really bring in any attacking options, but I don't really think they need to that much, especially with their style of play. So they brought in Aurier from PSG. I think that's really good, uh, good replacement for Walker. He's been playing
0: great for them. Oh, he's a beast. What if I've seen.
1: They just keep his attitude in check. He'll be that'll be uh one of the best best signings of the summer. Um, and the Sanchez guy, they brought him in for I think like forty or fifty mil. So hadn't really heard of him, but it was a big price tag. I think he's. Been playing for them a little bit now. He's pretty solid.
0: Yeah, I think he started playing recently for them, and I, I, he he's got a lot of work to do to live up to his price, but time will tell.
1: Yeah, I mean they already ha- He there's like no pressure for him to really step in because they already have all their Vl and uh, Vertonghen. I mean that's was already been the best defense in the Prem for the past couple seasons. Yeah. So he has a. Uh, Plenty of time to work his way into the prem. So then that leaves us with uh, Chelsea, Man United, and Man City. Uh, talk about Chelsea first. Talk about the Manchester clubs second. Um, what do you think about Chelsea? Do you think they're uh, serious to um, repeat this year, or do you think there's not really I got to
0: say that they definitely are. It's tough when... Man City and Man United have gone on the tear that they've been on. But I think Murata was a really good signing. There have been a lot of big striker moves this past summer. And it's going to be interesting to see how Murata fares compared to Lukaku and Lacazette and Gabriel Jesus. But I think Chelsea is definitely in it.
1: I mean... You can't say no, but last time they won the Prem, they had a pretty poor year. I don't think that'll happen again this year, but they've been getting results. Yeah, they beat Tottenham. Probably didn't deserve to win that well. game, but they pulled out the three points. They've been really on a tear, if you think about it. After the loss to Burnley.
0: Opening day, right?
1: Yeah, they beat yeah. Tottenham, beat Everton, beat Leicester. True with Arsenal, yeah. so. Yeah. They're in good shape. Uh, Murata has yet to score or assist with his feet. All his goals have been headers. Yeah, I saw that. So, <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. Uh, speaking of Everton, they've had a they've had a tough fucking go of it. Like they're currently, um, they're <laughs> they're currently 18th in the league uh, with four points. But I don't think that really represents. They've just had a very tough schedule. They played Chelsea, Man City, uh, Stoke, and Tottenham and Man U to, to open up the season. So that's a that's a tough go of it. Uh, they got a win against Stoke at home. They drew with Man City, which they will definitely take. And then they lost to Ever or lost to Chelsea, which is a little more expected, and Tottenham. Two nil, three nil, and then four nil loss against Man United. So I, I feel for
0: them honestly. I, I think I, I absolutely feel for them. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a tough opening schedule. I was so happy to see that uh, opening game. Rooney getting the winning goal. Oh, right in the fields. Nil,
1: right in the fields. That it was just, scenes. it. Was a good story. It that was, was a,
0: absolute scene. Beautiful scenes. comeback and. Since then, it's, it's been a downhill slope. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh,
1: I think their schedule probably gets easier up until November, December, I would hope, with the the clubs they played. I do think their uh, business in the summer uh, left something to be desired. They sold Lukaku for like 75 mil, but then they bought Gilfie Sigurdsson for 50, and then Rooney... I don't exactly know the finances of the swap like Lukaku with Rooney how much they ended up getting paid and how much they paid but it seems like they pretty much broke even and so they like traded Lukaku for Rooney and Sigurdsson so I think that's kind of a kind of a downgrade but uh, for that price at least. I rate Sigurdsson but 50 mils kind of steep. Right. Uh, so that leaves us with Manchester. $40 million signing. So he's uh, the second of the three $40 million men I want to talk about this episode. But uh, he might be the the most worth it out of the three of them. Um, he was balling first first match. Absolutely balling. He had a uh, the assist on the Valencia goal against Everton. I don't know if he meant for that to go to Valencia. But it worked out. Um but yeah, he's been, I mean, I think it was pretty silly for Chelsea
0: to let him go. Matic has been great with dribbling, passing. I don't know if they're I don't know what he can't do really in that defensive midfield spot for Man United. I think the main thing is you just freeze up Pogba. Last season
1: Pogba's kind of having to worry about tracking back. They're kind of getting caught out. Uh, on the break when he got forward. And now Matic is there to just be that rock in the midfield. Pogba can be free to get up in the play. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I think it was for Chelsea to sell him because of Bakayoko, They want to give him time. And then they brought in drink water. I don't know. If they just, especially when you're selling to a rival like Man United. I just think that was a bad bit of business, and uh, I think it's backfiring on them pretty heavily.
0: Yeah, that's a that's an odd move for them to
1: make, especially since Marino's fam- like familiar with him. They uh, it's just questionable, questionable at best. Um, but mm-hmm. Pogba did go down with injury, so he'll be out. I think I saw the initial report was like three or four months or something like that, but I just saw something. It's going to be closer to two months or or maybe even something sooner. Good, I'm not sure. sure. It's tough to tell with these uh, foreign sports They uh, that are never really... It's just like in the NFL or other sports. When someone gets injured, you literally know two hours later exactly how long they're going to be out and what the yeah. injury is. And It seems like with uh, European soccer, someone gets injured and then... <laughs> n- you never really see what the actual injury the time is.
0: frame is always variable. Frame.
1: Yeah. It's something to be. So, uh, who's his replacement
0: coming up?
1: Oh, my, my favorite player, Fellaini. Right.
0: <laughs> How uh, do you think that's going to affect them?
1: Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been on record as a big Fellaini fan. Uh, that's, that's all I have to say about that. When uh,
0: Pogba got injured, he did come right in and score off a a beautiful header. I mean, that's the one thing he's
1: good at. So, I'd I'd hope <laughs> No, to be fair though, I I really hate him, but he's he's been decent and and uh he's been decent since Pogba's been out in the starting role. I I kind of thought they would go for Herrera. Um I don't know why he hasn't been starting this season. But, um, I mean, if it's working, it's working. Yeah. On another note for Man United, uh, possibly, in my opinion, the greatest fan chant has now been uh, shamed. It's going to go away now. Yeah, Uh, you saw Lukaku even had to respond to it. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame, dude. That, that, That chant... If you haven't heard it, uh, basically just really funny chant about how Lukaku has a huge cock. Um, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. It I, is. I didn't think it. I didn't think it was racist, but I mean, cause I mean Lukaku, whether he is white, black, or whatever, if you just saw him, that's a dude with a huge dick. Like, <laughs> it's not a race thing. That guy's got a monster dong, so. I didn't think it was racist, but it's twenty seventeen for you,
0: right? (laughs) Uh, So between uh, between you gotta die down any kind of sensitivity that someone might have.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. I'm I'm sad about that. That one was it was fun while it lasted. So that just leaves us now with Man City. Uh, they've been on a tear. Um, they're tied for top of the league with United. Exactly tied. They have the same goal differential as well. i got to wow. be honest, I have the same concerns with Man City as I do with Liverpool about their defense. Because it just seems like they've just been sticking Band-Aids on their problem at fullback they've just been splashing money on fullbacks hasn't been working out until i guess they're finally hitting the mark this year uh with walker and mindy looks like they're gonna be their fullbacks going forward and kind of as those guys have hit the ground running they've taken off with their success i think once these guys have got settled in what do you think
0: i think that it's a great move for them to bring in fullbacks. It's really a surprise to see a team spending so much money on fullbacks, but it's proving to be really successful. And the way that Guardiola has been using them, it seems like they're pushing inward and almost acting as midfield players. And it, I think it's great tactics. And I, I, I rate Walker and Mendy as well as Danilo, so I think their defense is pretty solid. Plus, Company is returning from injury. They they're seeming to be even more of a threat than they already did at the beginning of the season.
1: When his Company, not like when was the last time Company
0: wasn't injured? Didn't he play a pre-season? little bit of last year, last season towards the end? Yeah,
1: man. I th- I think it's really evident the impact of uh, the fullbacks they brought in just based on the fact that Stones and Otamendi have not looked good for them in the past. They've mm-hmm. been really suspect on defense. And now you have um, fullbacks that come in, they fit Pep's system. They're able to keep possession better and play it out there and let them run, run up and down the wings. Um, yeah, I mean, I, f- I think it just... Uh, I think it covers up for something that's uh, lacking for them. So I still don't fully trust it, but I think they're definitely, I mean, they're obviously in better shape than I would definitely say Liverpool and Arsenal for sure. Um, And then, you know, the top four, Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Tottenham, I think can go either way, but I think it's gonna, I don't know. City, City United, I think finishing one, two. Mm -hmm. It's tough tough for me to place this early who I think would win um because city look unstoppable when they're on but then when when they get exposed at the back it's it's uh pretty evident but then again United I mean they haven't one well, I mean they just haven't been consistent in years so we'll see if this is the year but and then Tottenham, yeah, I, I like them they're they're just steady. Steady every year, so for the past few years, so I, I see them. They might even jump Chelsea for third, I
0: think, but we'll see. I will say that you should look out for the West Ham Tottenham game coming up, little London Derby. Oh yeah what what do you what do you got? You have a
1: Tottenham coming out with a win, or you think West Ham's gonna upset?
0: Better? I think. West Ham plays Tottenham with a lot of passion and a lot of aggression, and I think Andy Carroll might make a big impact in that game. Or Chicharito, you never know. Hopefully, it'd be
1: good to see him. Well, we have the games coming this weekend, so we'll see how things shape out in the Prem. Uh, moving on to, I want to talk about the the Bundesliga and the league on um I don't have much to say about them so just a couple talking points uh at PSG you've been keep you've been uh keeping up on this Neymar Cavani drama
0: oh yeah I it's ridiculous <laughs> I, I'm disappointed well I mean
1: when Neymar goes for uh that money move to PSG I think kind of says a lot about his character and when you come in as the the half a billion dollar half a billion dollar man, you're the big swinging dick at the club. You want to take the penalties. Yeah, <laughs> but Cavani's been there. Not so
0: his decision, though it's it's really not his decision. At the in the end, it's Emery's decision, and he wants Cavani taking the pen, So yeah, he the the manager needs to
1: fucking grow a pair, man, and put him in his place. You can't let Neymar take over the club, but. I, I, I will say about Cavani, I have never seen someone get more gassed up than him the past few weeks by people just because he now has Neymar and Mbappe playing with him. I think he's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it's tough to explain how I feel about him. He's one of those guys who, he scores goals... But for every goal he scores, he seems like he just has, like, three or four awful, just blown misses.
0: Yeah, I I remember them playing Arsenal last season in the Champions League first round. And I, I was relieved every time he got the ball and just put it wide or over the goal.
1: Yeah, he's... Do you uh... think
0: he... You think he's feeling a bit frustrated with the fact that Neymar and Mbappe are taking spotlight from him? See, I thought up
1: until this whole free kick penalty controversy, I thought it was the opposite. That's what I was that's what I was getting at a minute ago, is like I wasn't saying no one would be happier than him because he's just been his dick sucked by like Bleach Report football Twitter account. Just people they're saying Neymar, Mbappe, Cavani, calling him the the new MSN, calling him the, like, MNC or whatever. And he just doesn't belong in that class of player. Like, I feel like he's just been getting, uh, getting, he's riding on their coattails pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Now I guess he, uh, marking his territory. I saw a video where they're him and Neymar ignoring each other at training like a couple of, uh, middle school girls.
0: Yeah. I can't say it's, I can't say I I expected it, but it isn't surprising now that it's coming to happen.
1: So obviously, uh, league one is going to come out to PSG is obviously going to win. They just have a disgusting attack. They have Mbappe, Cavani, Neymar, and then they have Draxler and, um, Lucas Moura, who can come off the bench, it's just not fair. But And then Monaco is going to finish second for sure. But do you think PSG can actually have a chance
0: at winning uh, Champions League this year? Initially, I thought that they really did. But I think they're going to need a solid team and solid chemistry to get through that long season. So I think if they're having internal issues between players, it might be hard. I think if they can get over the differences, I think their attack is so overwhelming to teams that it's hard to not see them going further than they have in the past few years. I'd like to see them get into the semis or... I I doubt the finals this year, but, you know... Yeah, well, when you It'll... look at their
1: lineup on paper, there's no reason they shouldn't. But I just, I, I just need to see them against uh, or, or some real competition because since this, uh, since they've all came together, they really haven't played anyone good. Um, they played Celtic in Champions League. Uh, they, I, they might have played Monaco in the French league. Beat them. But other than that, they've just been really haven't had any real competition, so on paper they well, should, but I just I don't I don't really see them beating out any of the top top like Barcelona, Real Madrid, even Juventus.
0: Actually I could see them beating Juventus this well, year. Well we're gonna see a big test coming this Wednesday when they play Bayern. Yeah, that will that will be good. That's gonna show a lot. That's, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing their, that offense and Byron's just, yeah. Byron is so consistent in the champions league. It's going to be a good game for sure.
1: Yeah. Byron, they just drew with Wolfsburg today. So they'll, they'll be, they'll be going into that match off of a, a draw. Maybe they will be a little more, a little more motivated.
0: Yeah, I saw a lot of disappointment in that team following that draw. I, I saw it in uh, Muller's face after the game. He just had a blank expression. He was stunned. He was stunned. <laughs> he was
1: stunned. Uh, I think Lewandowski was more stunned he didn't score at least a hat-trick against them. <laughs> what was it, uh, last season or season before he had like five goals in like, nine yeah. minutes? Yeah.
0: <laughs> That it's ridiculous them. accomplishment. I've um, watched that video of him scoring that five goals in nine minutes so many times on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I think Lewandowski's definitely top two strikers in the world for me.
0: Yeah, he's he's consistent, and... I mean, I think that without Lewandowski, I think that they'd be completely different team. I don't know who they would rely on at striker. So, I heard that I heard some kind of rumor that Chelsea was looking into Lewandowski and that would be interesting, but
1: oh, I can't see that. I know. Honestly, if Lewandowski were to move clubs, I feel like it would have to like I I mean, it would have to be to like Madrid. It, yeah, it would really have to be Real. Like they're the only club like bigger than Bayern, I would say. But even that, I mean, I don't know. I don't see a move anytime soon. Did yeah. you uh, Did you catch the the Twitter bans between uh, Marseille and PSG?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> Marseille tweeted a picture of Florian Toven and Maxime Lopez. They said, "Clash it, Olympic Marseille." You take the penalty. No, you take it. No, you. No, you take it. <laughs> so it was. I mean, it was a pretty good shot. I, it was pretty funny. But then PSG clapped back yeah. at him with a picture of uh, a couple of their players hugging. Him. They said, "You've already seen one of their player in the box this season. Never." And they hope to get a penalty kick. Laughing face. It was a pretty poor, pretty poor clap back. I'm gonna yeah, do, I'll give that round to Marseille. For sure. They need to enjoy the Twitter victory though while they can until they play them in real life. So moving on to Syria, and I'm I'm pretty intrigued to talk about Syria. I think there's some. Uh, I think outside of the Prem, it'll probably be the most. Uh, it'll be the most competitive league this year. I I think that's my
0: prediction. I, I could agree with that, especially the way it started. It's almost seeming more competitive than the Premier League, at least with the top six. Yeah, or we top have three or four.
1: You have Juve and Napoli. Napoli is in first, Juve second. They both have 15 points. Uh, Napoli has 16 goal differential. Juve has 11. This just the attacking trio of Juve is disgusting this year, and they have some quality at the back. I could really see them. It honestly. They have the talent. They can just keep up the consistency that Juve has. I could see him upsetting Juve in the league this year. And even after them, you have Inter and uh, AC Milan, and AC Milan splashed out a ton of cash this summer. Crazy uh, moves
0: all over the
1: pitch. Yeah, they got Banucci from Juve for, I think, close to 50 mil. chalonglu from from uh,
0: Leverkusen for, like, 20. That's probably... It's probably my favorite move. I think that's a
1: very underrated signing for 20 mil when everyone else is going for like at least 40. I think right. it was. Real G's moving silence. Milan, that was a good pickup. Um, and then they also have. Um, they brought in a striker from uh, Porto, Andre Silva. He had a hat trick for them the other uh-huh. day. But yeah. Um, yeah. Realistically, I think it's going to be between Napoli and Juve. Napoli has Mertens and Sinier and Calion. Um, cool Bali and um, cool Bali on defense, in defense and defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see them making some noise. I don't think they'll do that well in uh, European competitions like Champions League and such. But um, I think uh, Syria is up for grabs.
0: Yeah, it, and that's a really good thing to see in that league, the way that it's played out every year. It's so obvious, even halfway, a quor- like three quarters of the way into the season, you already know who it's going to be in the end. So I hope it, I hope it stays this way.
1: Yeah, for sure. I wish the uh, Serie A games were easier to watch on TV. I, like I would love to watch some some Italian games.
0: Yeah, you have to you have to do some sketchy streaming sites to get <laughs> to that.
1: Oh man, um, what do you think about Juventus's squad? Like, do you think they uh, downgraded uh, coming out of their the Champions League final? You think they're they're better or worse than than last season?
0: Well, you can kind of see it in their fixture against Barcelona. They don't have the depth, I think, that they had, and. Getting rid of Benucci, that, it's, it's got to be seen as a mistake. I don't know why they would do that. Chiellini is injured right now, and until he comes back, it's, I don't think they're going to struggle very much in Serie A, but within Champions League, I think that it's going to be tough for them in the upcoming uh, rounds outside of the group stage.
1: Yeah, Let's see, they they brought in Bernadeschi for 36 mil from Fiorentina, which is uh, he's 23, so he's young, but that's that's kind of a big price tag. And they they uh, Quadrado was on loan, so I guess that got made official. Matweedy, uh, that's a that's a good signing. Benadia, yeah, that's a great signing. I don't know about Benadia, I mean, that's kind of just average. Shezny, I mean, not much
0: to say about that. Um, yeah, he just he was he played well for Roma, but yeah, I I'd still pick Buffon over him. I I don't know who
1: wouldn't. Wow,
0: man, that's they
1: so yeah they lost Benucci, that's that's definitely interesting. But they did bring in uh How it is from from the Bundesliga, which is it's a quality signing, but it just seems kind of it's like why why replace something that's uh. That's proven that uh, just swapping them basically. Douglas Costa Yeah, it's a risk. Yeah, Douglas Costa from Bayern. I think that's a very good signing. Um, Costa got off to a great start with Bayern a couple seasons ago and then just seemed like he kinda He fell off. That fe- he fell off, yeah. so yeah. Um, but yeah, how it is, I think that's that's a that's a class signing. So uh, Kingsley Coman, his his move to Bayern got made official. So, that's crazy to think he could have been on Juventus. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think their squad is as good as they were last year. Yeah, I got to agree. Well, like you said, they were, um, they don't have the depth. They, were, they had a lot of players out against Barcelona, but they were just outclassed in that game.
0: They truly were. I mean, it seemed like it could go either way for a large portion of the first half. But Messi finds a way.
1: Yeah, speaking of Messi, we can move on to La Liga. Uh, Messi's been... Quick transition. Transition, yeah. <laughs> That's a. Uh, Messi's been... Fucking it up in La Liga, he has nine goals in like five games, which is the same amount of goals Madrid has in five games, so he's single-handedly keeping up with Madrid. Um, Yeah, he's just on another level right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what has gone wrong with Real Madrid, but compared to Barcelona, they're just on another another uh, dimension. It's It's yeah. gonna be interesting.
1: I mean the, the the gap in the tables it's already like seven points. Uh Barcelona has they're at fifteen points and Madrid is all the way in eighth place with eight. That's then, crucial. I mean, when La Liga comes down to like one
0: point, one to three points like every Almost season. Almost every season, yeah. Yeah, I mean That's gonna that's gonna be crucial towards the end of the season. Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean, so I think this season, I think the reason, I mean, I don't want to say it's because Neymar left, like, specifically because he left, but I think the fact that Neymar left, Barcelona is going back to um, more of like a false nine setup where Messi plays centrally, and he just thrives in that role. Yeah. When, when, I mean, he's great on the wing as well when he's like a third of the trident with Suarez and Neymar, but when you put him back in the false line, put him put him central, let him just move about the field. He's just he's just he's just incredible. I mean, it Barcelona's or Barcelona games are must watch. He just had like four goals in a game just a few days ago. So yeah. Um. So they brought in Dembele for Neymar, but now he's injured. So sad. That's a that's a bummer. Yeah. So I, I would be worried uh, because their squad without dembele at the start of the season was looking not great not great but um i mean messi's son another level. They're, they're playing playing a lot better and uh the third and final 40 million dollar man the episode paulinho uh he got shit on when it, when when they bought him i'll admit me and myself included um he got shit on like for 40 especially for 40 million i mean it was a very questionable move, but to be fair to him, he, he's come on. He had a a bit a huge goal, a huge goal, um, game winning goal against uh, Getafe. Which I mean, that goal in itself, when La Liga comes down to a few points every year, that goal in itself could be worth forty million. Forty million. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's 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 impressed. Uh, I gotta say I'm surprised with uh, how well he's started
0: the season off. Another team in La Liga that I'm interested in is uh, Atletico Madrid.
1: Yeah, they just got uh, Cosa back which is confused me because I mean, I don't know how the transfer window is working.
0: Yeah, I didn't didn't understand it either.
1: Because the Premier League transfer window closed and then the La Liga transfer window closed a day after that, and that was like weeks ago. So yeah, that was a while back. I don't know. I don't know how this happened, but I mean, it was. I'm a long pretty time sure coming.
0: the move won't happen until January, regardless. Because, oh, oh, really? Yeah, Atletico Madrid has a transfer ban until January. Oh, okay. So. so is he just like who's going to be I training with just, in the meantime? Yeah, he's just hanging out waiting. Yeah, that's. I odd. think he's. happy I mean, do
1: that. Yeah, I mean I just saw I just saw an interview him and Henri on YouTube, Thierry Henri interviewed him. And he was basically really? talking Yeah, he was basically talking about like um how the transfer didn't go through and it's fine now his mindset is back on the Premier League and blah 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 blah. blah. He wants to help Chelsea out. And then like a week later it's nope, just kidding. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, um Atletico, I mean if Real Madrid keeps shit in the bed, Atletico, I don't know if they can challenge the Barcelona, but they can definitely finish top two, top three. Yeah, I mean they're always being top four regardless in La Liga, probably. But um, and then Champions League, I don't know. I feel like it's uh every year is gonna be a repeat with them. They just make it to the quarters or make it to the semis, and then they're just gonna get bounced. Or make it to the, They made it to the final a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, they did against Real Madrid. Yeah, I don't see them. I mean, I just don't see them winning the Champions League in any scenario. But uh, do you uh, think they play? They play
0: Chelsea next fixture.
1: That will be interesting because it's always interesting to see how the Premier League teams stack up against other leagues. Because I think um, right. Like Italian league and uh, Bundesliga and La Liga, I think their style play is just superior to Premier League uh, style. I don't think uh, BPL style like translates to um, translates against Italian and German and
0: Spanish sides.
1: So-
0: I think that that's only been the case for the past three or four, maybe five years. But I think this might be the year when. We see a shift in the power, and I I could see Premier League, at least one Premier League team, making the finals. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I would love to see that. I don't think it will, but, I mean, I would love to see that. I mean, because you have, I mean, the Premier League's gotten a lot of great managers the past couple seasons. Pep Guardiola, Klopp, uh, Mourinho's been in the Prem, but uh, and now Conte at Chelsea, so they're kind of bringing the, the outside influence into the
0: Premier League. So...
1: Hopefully that uh they stack up.
0: I mean, they have five great teams in there that can do it. Maybe Liverpool, not so much. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think any I think Man United, City, Chelsea, or Tottenham could make it far, make a deep run.
1: Yeah, even even last year when Barcelona and City were in the same group together, uh City won a game against Barcelona, but Barcelona really off the game. It's like when you see, uh, I mean, it's tough to compare anyone to Barcelona, but when you see a team, a club like Barcelona, when they're they're on, and you, you put, like, C- City, I don't care, City, Chelsea, Man United, if you put any of those teams in front of them, Barcelona's just going to fuck them up. Like, so I I would like to see that change. I'd like to see it be more competitive, but that's just how I feel about it right now.
0: Yeah, it, it's a reasonable standpoint. Uh one last thing I want to say about
1: Barcelona, I think uh, a really underrated um aspect to their their success is in, in at the beginning of the year when they were playing uh Madrid in that Super Cup, they had they were playing like Alex Vidal and Sergio Roberto um at right back. They they really ever since Dani Alves left, they've been kind of struggling at that position because neither of those players are natural right backs and they brought in Semedo, Um and he, he hasn't been starting until lately but if you look at from the time they've really been clicking and successful it's uh, started when Semedo, um was in the starting lineup I think he's very Ooh. it's very underrated no one's really talking about it. very underrated signing but He's been great for them, I think, especially in their system. I think they really rely, especially when Danny Alves was there, they rely on that right back to get forward and just create for them. I think it really takes some of the pressure off of uh, the rest of the team. Yeah. So I've been really happy with, with he also, It's also confusing when him and DiBelli are playing. They, they both are like these tall, skinny, <laughs> skinnier, skinny kids. Yeah, they're on the same side. They get him confused, but no, they tomato's been great. So I think uh, that's just something to keep your eye on. Just uh,
0: you think uh, you think you uh, see more potential in him than say Bellerin? Um, yeah. Honestly, I think they're settled.
1: Like, if you asked me at the beginning of the year when they were playing Sergio Roberto, and I rate Sergio Roberto, he's just not a right back. I mean. If you look at, I mean, in the, the 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 last um classico of the season, he made that run from basically their own their own uh, end line all the way past midfield to set up the pass that set up the pass to the goal. I mean, mm-hmm. I rate him, but he's just not a right back. If you would have asked me at the beginning of the season, I would have taken Bellerin in a heartbeat, but I think uh, I think they're settled on Sumato now. I think he's I think he's gonna be the answer there for a while.
0: Yeah, for sure. Seems like it.
1: All right. Well, we have covered all the main leagues. Yeah, any got anything else you want to talk about?
0: I mean, for some reason, I've just been thinking about Liverpool all night long. I don't know. I don't know why, but <laughs> Are they keeping you up at night. Yeah, I just feel for kind of. I feel for Klopp mainly. I think he. I think he's been having uh, good tactics and just poor indif- individual performances, and I mean, oxlade Chamberlain just exemplifies that. But
1: yeah, so let's, uh, what like, what are they gonna do with him? Like, where are they gonna play him? Because he left Arsenal because he didn't want to play that right wing back spot. If Chelsea bought him, that's what they were gonna play him at. So he wants to play the midfield, but
0: he's just. He got he got started at right mid. He thought he went there thinking that he would be uh, an attacking mid, and he gets put on the right. And I don't know, maybe his performances show that he just is not meant to be a winger. But
1: it just doesn't make any sense to me because they already have Firmino, Coutinho, Mane, Salah. They already have, like, too many people. Like, they can't even play all those guys at once, basically. And then they bring in him, who... He wants to be an attacker, but they don't need anymore. They need defenders. And maybe you could say they need midfielders, but I think they're settled at midfield, too. They have Henderson, Wijnaldum, Chan, Emory Chan. So, I think it was... Uh, I think if there's anything you could uh, have against Klopp, that's definitely one of them. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: I agree. I mean, maybe they just realized that they weren't going to get that deal done with, say, Van Dijk or a defender late in the transfer window, and they they just decided, why not take Oxley chamberlain if, if he's trying to move? You know, a young, potentially, uh, he he could potentially fit their system. So, I don't know. It it is bizarre though, because Wijnaldum is performed in the past. Chan is. He he fits that system really well. So, it's weird. Yeah,
1: yeah, and Liverpool's just. The past couple, like, last year, at the beginning of the year, people thought they could actually win the the, the league. But they just, um, they always seem to struggle against just lower sides. like, yeah, Drew with Burnley, like, in the Champions League, they drew with Sevilla. They just should, it's just a common theme throughout the, they drew with Watford. Yeah, it's. It's just a common theme they 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 go I know and... they
0: perform against uh, top teams typically, obviously not against Manchester City, but
1: yeah, and there's really other than I mean the only thing you can point your finger at is the defense, which like we already talked about, it's pretty bad, but I mean when you're playing Watford and Burnley like you should be
0: able to <laughs> get a win, yeah, so so uh. Some predictions. Some quick predictions.
1: Yeah, I mean, what do we got? Um,
0: Liverpool, league. Leicester. What was that? Liverpool and Leicester. A quick rematch from oh, there. That, that
1: is interesting. They just yeah they just played in the. By the way, what is what the fuck is the the Carabao Cup or whatever?
0: No idea. <laughs> i I think it's just another League Cup, but with did a they different sponsor. It? yeah i think so oh
1: speaking of sponsors what did you think about everton's
0: angry birds ad on the sleeve that was pretty funny (laughs) i didn't notice it until you pointed it out to me but i
1: i didn't even know angry birds was still a thing like do people still play that
0: (laughs) apparently they, they want a resurgence of downloads i mean they're desperate or something
1: angry birds is just straight 2010
0: that's a blast. Yeah. For the
1: past. Uh, Stoke Chelsea. That's one to keep your eye on. That they, they Stoke. They just lost to Newcastle, which is it, it was away, but it's tough. And they lost to Bristol City. Wow. What was that in the care Carabao Cup? But uh, Stoke away. That's a tough match, man. I said that earlier. It's a tough match. I yeah. think they
0: could pull out a draw. Um, I think I think Chelsea will respond. I think I see Hazard scoring a brace. Why not?
1: Well, there you go. Hot take. Yeah. Uh this one's kinda interesting. Watford Swansea. Just because Swansea they brought it they brought back Boney and then they also loaned Sanchez, which was a great bit of business. I don't know why more clubs like Swansea don't make moves like that. Like guys that ride the bench for bigger bigger sides. Right. Why not try to get him on a loan? So Right. I think that's a that's an exciting thing to watch, not the match, but just the Ronaldo Sanchez. Yeah, I know um, what you mean. Yeah, and then Man United, Southampton, even without Pogba, they should still be winning that. Man City, Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace, yet to score a goal, they're gonna get absolutely
0: fucked on. Yeah, I I feel bad for uh, Frank De Boer. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. But getting sacked after only three games, four games—that is not—that's not any manager's dream. And they—they looked, sure. they
1: looked better in the uh, the the last game he managed. They they didn't score, but it wasn't his fault. Like these guys just were straight whiffing on on mm-hmm. their uh, their chances. So
0: another thing, ah. Uh, I keep going back to Liverpool, but getting rid of Sako, and that's a good pickup for Crystal Palace.
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw some Liverpool fans that were upset with that. That's, yeah, I mean, that's just this goes back to, I mean, Klopp gets He's a break. He's surely Klopp a more a, Klopp solid a, defender than... Yeah, he, he 100% is. Klopp gets a break because you just, you know, people like him, but you can point your finger at those
0: moves, and, like, it's... It's questionable. Yeah. I think the tactics on the pitch are there, but... Yeah, it's a, yeah exactly. They have the good style of play, they just don't have the personnel for it. Yeah. And he's not making it better with uh, transfers.
1: <laughs> yeah, Oxley chamberlain is not the answer, I can assure you. Do you think, like, at this point when you have that bad of a showing, like, how do you even give him another chance, like, you just like sub him on now. Like he definitely can't start. Like,
0: yeah, I think, I think it's only gonna be through subs that Oxalade is gonna get playing time. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't pick up for his performances, he's gonna be riding the bench. And it's just a shame. After Arsenal gave him chances, he was he was beginning to start. He started against the game against Liverpool, and he didn't. He wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know where he was, but... Yeah, you would think it they had, that
1: Liverpool pitch. had a, a, a first-hand, like, first-hand, uh, they got to see it up close and personal, and then they they went splashed out big money on them, so
0: maybe they see something right. we don't. So, uh, Dortmund, Real Madrid.
1: Oh, let me, yeah, forgot about that. Dortmund, they got, they got cheesed. Uh, against Tottenham, it should have. They scored. It was three to one Dortmund, and the score line was three to one Tottenham, with those disallowed goals. Yeah, so, it was
0: it was frustrating.
1: They put together. I mean, they lost in Beli, but they they made some quality signings. Top rack. Um, I think they have Dahoud, so they they got some Bundesliga talent on there. So I'm not. I think they'll be they'll be good in Bundesliga. I don't see him. I mean, maybe in the form Real Madrid's in, they could. They could pull something off, but
0: I don't see it. Uh, yeah, uh, Berkey, Berkey needs to watch that in your post.
1: Yeah, real shit, real shit. All right, well, that's all I got. Uh, we're closing up on an hour, so I think this is a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Uh, for if, if anyone actually listens to this episode, it can only get better from here. Um, I don't know how this is going to turn out
0: post-production, but... Stick with us. We're going to be coming in hot. (laughs) For sure. All right. Talk to you later. See me takes next time. Hot takes. Hot takes. All right. Signing off.